You're listening to the Secrets of Successful Business Podcast, your go-to source for business tips, tricks, and proven strategies that will help you create a streamlined and profitable business. We chat to the best minds in business about their journey. I think there's a lot to be said for naivety. You achieve a lot when you don't quite know. How they started. Hard work doesn't necessarily mean more money. What they learned along the way. I think we do just overcomplicate things and think we have to. And of course, we'll ask them for their secret sauce for creating a successful business. We need to build real emotional connections with our customers that go beyond what we sell. Join us as we take a sneak peek behind the curtain. Talk solutions for those business pain points, working smarter, not harder, mindset, and the challenges of fitting it all in with the demands of today's busy lifestyle. If you're a business owner, side hustler, or just starting your business journey, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, business coach and content creator, Justine McLean from Flossy Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. In case we haven't met, I'm Justine, a small business owner on a mission to uncover and share the secrets of creating and running a profitable, sustainable and successful business. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and I get to use all that I've learned along the way to help other women in business reduce the overwhelm, gain visibility around their numbers, charge what they're worth and make more money. It's about designing a life you love that fits into your definition of success. So if I can help you create the profitable business you deserve, please reach out. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. When it comes to an offer, an event or an invitation, how do you respond? Are you the person who says yes immediately, is up for anything and never regrets the decision? Or are you the person who says yes and goes into panic mode? Your anxiety levels dial up a gear and you waste a whole chunk of time and energy trying to work out how to get out of the invitation or event that you've just put yourself into. Perhaps you've got it all down. You know what resonates and what does and doesn't light you up and you're happy to say no when no is absolutely the right answer. If that's you, then kudos. But before you tune out, whether you're an eager yes giver and jump in with both feet straight away kind of person or an overthinker who regrets every single yes, With life getting busier and all of us being pulled in more directions than ever before, learning the subtle art of saying no is something we need now more than ever. So how are your boundaries? Because boundaries play a big part in learning how to say no. When it comes to your life and your business, do you have boundaries in place or are you like many of us who gets pulled along with the tide with little or no control over the day to day? While I'd like to think that I have my boundaries in place, on some days I find maintaining those boundaries really tough. But when it comes to saying no, honestly, it's still something I struggle with. I was, and probably in some ways, I am still the definitive yes girl. Because yes always seemed like the best answer. Yes always seemed to be my default answer for everything, whether it resonated with me or not. And of course, immediately upon saying yes, I'd regret my decision and wonder how I could get out of the event, offer or invitation without annoying the organizer. And even now, after very consciously working on my boundaries and saying no to things that don't resonate, I still get caught out saying yes when I really mean no. 
it happens more than I would like. So while I'm definitely not the poster girl for this episode, yep, absolutely still a work in progress here. Today, I wanted to talk to you about how to bring more no into your life and why it's important. Saying no to something is, in my opinion, all about consciously choosing time freedom. Now, what do I mean by time freedom? Well, that's actively deciding where you want to put your energy and time. It's a real privilege. But often as humans, and in particular as business owners, we're reactive. We never consciously choose what we want to do with our time. If something in the business needs doing, if something in our life happens, we roll up our sleeves, we just get it done. It's all good in theory for sure, but it can often lead to burnout and spending a lot of time doing things we'd rather not be doing. So when it comes to time freedom, the first step is to say yes to and embrace the concept of setting boundaries. How do you do this? Well, I like to use my values to decide what I will and won't be happy to have in my life and my business. And then I set boundaries to back up those values. And with clear boundaries in place, it just becomes easier to identify the right opportunities when they arrive. When the offer in front of you speaks to your values and it fits in with your priorities, then saying a meaningful yes becomes really easy. So what boundaries can you put in place to protect your time, your energy and your mental health? And remember, boundaries aren't just about keeping the outside world at bay. Boundaries can also be what you do for yourself too. Protecting your downtime, for example, and being happy to tell yourself to stop when you're busy trying to find something to fill that void in time that you've just deliberately carved out for yourself. I do that all the time. So with your boundaries down on paper, now's the time to decide on the absolute yeses that fit in with those boundaries and the absolute noes. So some of the absolute yeses could be every Friday off. It could be a date night once a week. It could be choosing sloth Sundays or coffee with a particular friend once a month. Whatever your yes list looks like, these things become the automatic yeses, the no-brainers. You don't have to think about them when you're asked. You're just happy to take place because they're important, they light you up, and they make your business and your life better. Now, let's talk about everything else because this is when most of us struggle. In her new book, Jenna Kutcher said the reason no was important to her was because, and I quote, every time I was saying yes to the small things, I was saying no to the big things, the big things that change lives, that make bigger impact on this planet. You've probably heard that said in some way or another by many an entrepreneur, but the reality is that every time you say yes to something, you're making a conscious or maybe unconscious choice, whether you realize it or not, to say no to something else. So when you say yes because of the fear of missing out or because you don't want to upset or disappoint someone, you might just be saying a big fat no to the important things in your business, those things that could move the needle and propel your business forward. You might not even know that that thing is on the horizon, but the bottom line here is it's important to only say yes to the things that really matter. And that's why learning to say no is so important. No is an acceptable answer. Sure, you might be scared you'll burn a bridge, miss an opportunity, or fall out of favor with someone. But if you're coming from a place of authenticity, from your value platform, then no is absolutely okay. And others just have to understand that. 
But what if you're a bit like me, the consummate yes person, and that word yes tends to spew out of your mouth before you have time to think? Well, here's my tip. When you get an offer or invitation, don't be tempted to answer or decide immediately. Sure, you can acknowledge the offer or the invitation, but take some time out to think about it. Put a self-imposed boundary in place that you need to wait at least 24 hours before you give your answer. If after 24 hours you're still not sure, then honestly, it's probably a no, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Maybe you can tentatively go back to the organizer and say that you're not 100% sure this is the right opportunity for you and you need more time to consider the offer. Alternatively, if this doesn't feel right and I can understand why it wouldn't, why not just wait until you know for sure? Acknowledge the email or the offer, but then wait until you're ready to give your answer. So now we've established why saying no to things that don't align with you is important. How can you say no graciously and without offending someone or disappointing that people pleaser inside you? It's about saying no kindly and that comes with explaining your reasoning. For example, you might say something like, at this time in your life or your business, you don't have the time to fit this event or thing in. It could go something like this, dear blah, thank you so much for your kind offer. Unfortunately, now I'm in the middle of fill in the blank here, launch project deadline, you get the picture. And while I'd love to be able to help, I just don't have the time in my schedule to accommodate right now. Another example, if you're knocking back a project because you know it's not the right fit, you could say something like, thanks so much for thinking of me. I'm absolutely flattered. However, I don't believe I'm the best person for this project. Perhaps you could try X or Y and then you recommend them to a colleague. I often do that, especially when it comes to writing jobs, which I don't do a lot of anymore. A no doesn't need to be mean or ungracious and you can show that you genuinely support the person that's asking by offering assistance in some other way, recommending a colleague, as I mentioned, or giving them an alternative, a resource, for example, that might just help them on their quest forward. Now, if you're listening and think, okay, that sounds like a plan, but you also know that in a moment of weakness, you're going to cave and say yes, consider creating a no template to help you turn down opportunities that don't seem like the right fit that don't align, or more importantly, that take you away from other opportunities in your business or your life. Keep the template in your emails and roll it out when you need to. Oh, and if you get the attack of the yeses and later regret the choice, just try to be honest. People seem to really understand that. Just reach out to the organizer as soon as you can and say that you're unable to help and explain why. I guarantee you it's not going to be as bad as you think. Remember that a no doesn't have to be negative. It's all about your perception and how you choose to approach the people asking for your time and energy. So make a list of the absolute yeses and the absolute noes and try not to waver because when you say no to things that don't align, it will leave more time for the things that do. Okay, that's it. A quickie episode all about the subtle art of saying no. And so I hope it's helped you say no to that next thing that doesn't resonate. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast. For more information on all things business, head to flossie.com.au and make sure you hit subscribe on the show so you don't miss another new episode. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a quick rating or review, share it on your socials or with friends who might enjoy it. Catch you next time.